This is Roger Green, host of the Surfing the National Tsunami podcast. This weekend, we are offering five conversations from episode 55, our wrap-up of the Liver Meeting 22, plus from the vault, a segment from our wrap-up panel at International Nash Day 2022 earlier this year. Before I start, I want to note how information-rich this episode was. As a result, my conversation comments will sometimes be more about identifying the topics we've discussed and a couple of key points about each than it is about providing the kind of detailed narrative I usually attempt. This conversation starts with Fatty Liver Foundation President Wayne Eskridge sharing some highlights from FLF's study, Annual Study of Patient Perspectives, findings from which were presented at the liver meeting. This 713 patient survey sought to obtain information about the personal characteristics, decision-making, processes of care, experiences of care outcomes, all from a patient perspective. Wayne discusses several key findings from the study. The ones I found most striking were that 80% of patients felt they did not receive sufficient information on NAPLD and NASH at time of diagnosis, that one in three were not given referral to a specialist, and that 60% of those who saw a specialist left the specialist visit with little or no understanding of the disease. He also notes that a relatively small percentage of patients felt they were offered help at the time of the visit in terms of diet and nutrition or mental health issues associated with the disease. I asked Wayne for his key takeaways from the study, and he mentions two. Patients are not well-informed or supported at the time of diagnosis, and primary care providers lack the disease information and treatment insights to support these patients better. As the conversation winds down, the group is shifting focus to just consider how broad this physician target for the issue is and what remedial steps we would take that'll make the most sense. With over 7,000 on-site attendees and tremendous amounts of positive energy, the Liver Meeting 22 produced exciting presentations, debates, and insights on a wide, wide range of topics. As we wrap up our fifth and final episode covering this event, you can hear us exploring some issues we covered earlier from a different perspective and others we had never covered about this conference before this episode. So sit back, listen, enjoy, learn. And when you're done, join the discussion on our LinkedIn discussion groups. Wayne Eskridge. This meeting was really a good one, but for us in the Fatty Liver Foundation, it was particularly a good one because we've been doing a survey of the patient view of what their experience has been. It's called the Annual Survey of Patient Perspectives to Understand and Monitor the Evolving Social and Medical Experience of Non-Alcoholic Fatty Liver Disease Patients in the United States. We see a lot of patient thoughts that are derived from within the medical community. They're, they're part of care and doctors survey, the system surveys patients quite a lot, but that is in its own way a fairly coercive environment in some ways because patients are always a little less willing to talk about exactly how they feel, we think. So we went out into the patient community and asked a whole bunch of questions about their experiences and how they feel about things. And this is to be a baseline for the community because as far as we know, this is the first one of this type that's been done. We have the treatments and development of NITs and the advancement of the field that's happening so fast that they're going to make this an annual survey so we can track how patients' experiences and attitudes change over time. So to give you just a 
sense of it. You know, we all know the general statistics, you know, that 24% of people that have it have uh, NAFLD. The predicted very high increase up to 63% by 2030, and this particularly compounded by the uh, COVID experience. Many patients experience unsatisfactory interactions with the healthcare system. We know this to be true, exactly how we respond or how we attack those kind of problems. That's a subject that we focus on. So we're looking at data from the patient population as their lived experience. And the objective is to obtain information about the personal characteristics, decision-making, process of care, experience of care, outcomes from a patient perspective. We did this basically similar to other medical advisory models. So we think that it will be relevant to other surveys that have been taken. We got 713 responses included in the analysis, and these are all patients that report being diagnosed with NAFLD or NASH. Now, the population that we got was fairly typically biased, which we have to work on, but it was 74% female. You know, women respond better than men. The age distribution was out in the 50s, typically. Significant numbers of them were educated. It was about 70% white. We did get good response from this uh, Latin American community. Had 18% from that community, which pretty much mirrors our society, but we're still going to need to find ways to deal with the Asian and the African Americans. But it is it is a good start. The uh, we we ask about their journey, and 34% had their diagnosis begin with a visit to their PCP, but 31% was an incidental finding, which is a uh, demonstration of the fact that we discover so many of these by accident and not by intent, which is a concern. The respondents were almost neutral to the statement, I was diagnosed at an early stage of disease. So half the people thought they were diagnosed appropriately or early, and the other half thought it was less so. The symptoms people reported are the typical ones that you'd expect, uh, fatigue, uh, abdominal pain, changes in sleep, changes in mood. But the things that caused us the most, there were revelations, I suppose. The amount of the, the patients report, that 80% of them felt they were given none or not enough information at diagnosis. One in three did not receive a referral to a specialist at diagnosis. And one in three felt they did not understand their condition at all after seeing a specialist. Now, those are big red flags for us as a patient community because the patient we know is uneducated. We know that we believe from other studies that the physician community is not providing much information to patients. But the thing that I was most struck by is is the 31% after visiting with a specialist reported that their understanding of their condition was not at all. And 29% reported somewhat. Only 12% reported that they completely understood their situation. 
And we think that that certainly gives us things that we should care about. They reported an satisfaction with their care on a scale of 1 to 100 at 44%. So less than half of the patient population felt that they had a positive journey. We also looked at the care teams. And as you would expect, most of them involved their PCP. That's a significant number involved the gastro and the hepatology community, but the other services that we know people need to succeed at weight loss and lifestyle change, such as nutritionists and psychological support and those other life kinds of services, were very poorly represented. 66 of the people that we interviewed said they had not been offered any kind of therapeutic help. There's also a very heavy burden on mental health. 50 out of 100, 50% of them report problems with their various aspects of their mental health. They didn't feel that they were getting good support with that. So that was concerning because we don't do a lot with liver patients specifically to deal with anxiety, depression, and the irritability, although people have that at a very high level. And the data reflects that there's a big need for additional support on the care services. So, Wayne, let me step in for a sec and ask if we were going to pull all this together for the audience that we deal with here, which is basically an audience of treaters and pharma and uh, diagnostic company execs, what message would we want them to take away from the study? Well, I think the biggest problem we have is really the two sides of the education information. Patients need education, but the doctors need to be better educated about liver disease. And I think those two things together lead to a lot of the difficulty we have. Okay, so I'll ask the group a question and then we'll move because something apropos of Ken and I have an announcement at some point, this this has to do with issues around education. Do you think the education issue is in primary care and hepatology in or in frontline treatment, not just primary care, but whoever's treating frontline in hepatology or is the answer just, yeah, everywhere? Wayne first, then physician responses. I think the problem is across the board because even the people reporting their visits with specialists, a significant number felt they did not get any information. William Elizawi. Go for it. Well, I'll just say hi, first of all. So, you know, it's really salutary to hear that, Wayne. It's really important. And I think any clinician who listens to feedback like that really not only reflects on their specialty, but also on their own practice. So I'm really grateful to hear those messages. And now back to Roger. We hope you've enjoyed this recording. If you have any questions or comments about the content of this conversation or the entire episode, please send an email to questions at surfingnash.com. We'll be back next week with Shira Zelbersagi, probably the world's leading researcher on nutrition and NASH, along with Ken Cousy, probably the world's leading endocrinologist on NASH. Shira will be giving us tips about diet and self-management that will behoove all of us to keep in mind, particularly the Americans heading into our annual Thanksgiving food orgy. It's a great episode. You won't want to miss it. Until then, stay safe, surf on, and we'll see you on the podcast. Bye-bye. Bye now.